and welcome to Emma's podcast. So we are doing the world of the occult and this is episode number four in that series. And we're going to be looking at what happened to the person who is under the spell. So how his life is unfolding. Let's get started. I would like to explain further when clients are doing spells against someone else's free will. What could occur in the life of the unwilling participant? Let's talk about John and Amandine. John is under a love spell that was requested by Amandine. While the practitioner has completed the spell, the entity is now taking over John's mind. Each time Amandine is engaging via text, phone, or verbal conversation, John is running like a puppy and responds to her. He is now getting under Amandine's command. She can manipulate him and toy with him at any given time for her own leisure. He is getting infatuated by her and will do anything to see her and have intimate relation at any cost. John doesn't live near her but instead thousand miles away from her. He has a life with a beautiful wife. As the spell is now upon John, he has pulled away from his wife. He is continually finding a way to fight with her or getting distance from her. His wife is starting to see a change in his behavior. She is strongly suspecting he is cheating. But since John is clever enough to be able to hide everything from her, she has no concrete proof yet. John travels for a living, but lately he has found a way to increase his trips to go back near Amandine, pretending to go on business trip but instead he will stay for a couple of days every few weeks in a hotel near Amandine's work. The affair is getting serious, in John's mind. He thinks now he's in love with her and in a solid relationship. He is slowly turning his back on his wife and children, as well to his close friends who are now suspecting something is wrong. At work, he has found excuses to increase his traveling by being involved in several steering committees where he and Amandine are involved. He is now traveling at the company expenses, using the company's money as his personal piggy bank to pay for his affairs with Amandine. He has learned to cover up his expenses by reporting them under business trips and meetings. So he is not exposing his affair to his wife or co-workers. His work is also suffering. He is actually not working anymore, but spending his time figuring out how to justify his next trip to see her. While this is unfolding, people are starting to see a change in his behavior. During the steering committee, the other board members are starting to see something is up between the two of them. They are starting to put the pieces together. At home, the situation has not improved. Now John's wife is angry at him. One night, John slipped up and called his wife by Amandine's name. She finally got the proof he has been cheating on her. He now has to face the consequences of his actions. While trying to lie to her one more time, she is now unleashing her wrath on him. He cannot continue to lie, but admit he has been cheating on her. She is angry at him and decides to have him leaving the family home. While this is happening, Amandine, without any chaos in the world, continues to tie with John. As the situation at home is unraveling, John starts to pull back from Amandine. Amandine is not pleased with it, but what John doesn't know is that Amandine, who is married and has a young child, has been looking at another man. She is starting to lose interest in John because he is not available as she, she fit. Instead, she has her eyes on the new guys that fit in with her needs. 
someone that is available and near her home. She is now going to see a practitioner for a spell on the new guy. The spell is completed and the new guy has taken over John's spot. To John's surprise, Amandine calls it quits with him. He is now heartbroken over Amandine. He cannot get over the breakup. He is miserable because he is still under the spell. His life is now spiraling down. His infidelity has been uncovered not only at home, but also at work. People know he has been cheating and using the company to finance his affair with Amandine. The people he works in each steering committee has uncovered the affair as well and are now pulling back from him. They do not trust him. He has lost his sparkling reputation. If no one is going to remove the spell, he's going to end up in a gutter while his wife will be separating and divorcing him to move on with someone that will respect her in the near future. His children will turn their backs on him. Amandine has moved on with someone else. He lost his job and now he's working for another company where he's unhappy and miserable. The next relationship he has is with someone who is cheating and lying on him. His life is a total mess. Now, if someone removed this spell, his broken heart to Amandine will stop. He could rebuild his relationship with his wife. Also, it could take some time for her to trust him again. He has a better chance to save his marriage. At work, although he has been discovered, he managed to save his job. But he now has to work on providing to the company he is trustworthy. He is now trying to rebuild his shattered reputation and make amends to the board members he has been working with. He is starting to regain ground and be himself again. As this is unfolding, the universe is watching everyone from Amenin to John. Something we need to understand is that the wrath of the universe will come to Amandin. She will not get away with the violation and destruction of someone else's life. John has not listened to the people that wanted to help him while he was under the spell. Instead, he has turned his back angry at them, thinking he could do whatever it pleases him. He's going to face the fire the universe has plans for him. It is his punishment when he has chosen to continue his relationship with Amandine instead of walking away. He has made his choice and must face the consequences that come with it. As a client, you need to really understand before you're going to do a spell of any kind, ask the following question. Is it for my highest good and the highest good of everyone? Am I doing it from a place of a spirit or is it my ego who is leading me to do that? If that person is already married or in a solid relationship, that person does not belong with you. The universe will never bless this relationship if the person you are seeking is already meant to be with he or her mate. Are you willing to destroy someone else's life for a moment of pleasure, knowingly it is never going to last? What do you think the wrath will be for you? Are you ready to pay the price for this transgression? Unless someone removed the spell that was done, the life of that person will be altered until the day he or she crossed over. So in a series that I've been speaking loudly about since the beginning, we're talking love spells and we're talking about the different angle and understanding the consequences of the actions. Because a lot of people who want to have a love spell done on somebody else's against their free will are not realizing the consequences and the damage they're causing. Not only in the case of Amandine, who doesn't care who she's 
um, gonna damage her own. She doesn't care. She just wants to grab what she wants and play with it. And he's not the first one in that world of her. He's maybe number 10 or 20 that she has used a spell on it to get in bed with that individuals, regardless of what she has done. Now, when you are deciding to do that, you need to really understand the consequences of your actions. Because a lot of people who do those spells, they don't give a crap, seriously. They just go for it because they want to toy with those individuals. They want to feel love. First of all, and I said that since episode number one, you will never have their hearts. So let's be very clear on this one. His illusion is done because an entity is above him and that was sent to him to give him the illusion. So basically his heart it belongs still belongs to his wife, but what has been done on him is using basically targeting the first chakra which is the primal chakra, the primary one which all of the primal instinct, we're talking sex, we're talking addiction, we're talking all of those primal instincts. So this will be amplified. Now, what the entity does is going into your mind and unleash your ego because we're looking at what you like. We are, I'm going to amplify your ego. So your spirit cannot be touched. So we're going to be clouding your spirit with your ego and we're going to give you the illusion, just an illusion. It is just a beautiful illusion. That's it. But that illusion is so big in your mind and you're becoming so obsessed that sometimes people can fight it. It depends how strong your spirit is. And sometimes you can't. And that's what it's kind of scary in one way. So Individuals under those kind of spells are going to be toyed with. Now, in a case, and I use this specific one uh, case where Amandine is playing with it, he's married, she's married, but she doesn't care. And he lives thousands miles away from her, which means that he's not available when she wanted to either. Now, living far away makes it makes it even a little bit more uh, dangerous and maybe exciting for John because he has to justify and find a way to fly over there to see her. It's not like he can take uh, tickets and just say, hey, I'm going to go and see you because he has a wife and he has the work. So you're not going to tell your wife, well, I'm going to go on a weekend. I'm going next week just because. No, you need to justify why you're going. So you're using the business to do that. You're not going to use your personal credit card because you don't want your wife to figure it out what's going on. No, you're going to use the MX from the company and put it under a business meeting. That's it. I had dinner with, you know, guys, how it works. You have to justify your expenses. When you justify your expenses, you can boost up some names. And so you have dinner with Amandine. Well, we had lunch or dinner with Amandine. Or I'm going to take somebody else's on the trip with me as an excuse, as a pound. So we're going to be the three of us. But guess what? I'm going to lure her aside and she's going to come to my room later on because she knows which room I am in and we're going to do a little business together and you're going to go back to your home and your husband and life will be good. So you have to set the stage and that's what's happening with John. He's setting the stage but in the same time you're pulling away from your wife. You're pulling away from your family because you're changing because that illusion makes you think that the right person for you is Amandine, which is a lie, which is a smoke screen. It is not Amandine. Your wife is the right person for you. 
But Amandine went and broke the rule of the universe by interjecting herself into that relationship and taking what she wanted. Now, let's move forward. The wife is suspecting something because you know, guys, when you, you are in a relationship with your mate, you know how your mate is. You know if it's, his, his energy is good, is bad, is preoccupied. You know your mate. You know when things are not right and things are good. You know that your instinct, your spirit will tell you. In her case, her spirit is telling her something is wrong. I'm feeling something wrong. I'm feeling that entity. I'm feeling something is different and shifting. But she doesn't know what is causing that. But she's suspecting something is going on. She's suspecting he is cheating. He is going to slip up. One way or the other, he is going to slip up. And he did because he called Amandine one night or instead of calling his wife's name so imagine the disaster but that was the proof she needed now when you get in this kind of situation the person will kind of pull back it's like waking up for that dream and he will pull back from Amandine so imagine Amandine wanted to play and toy with him and he's not available anymore because now he has to be extremely cautious where he's traveling what he's doing because the wife is on him Guess what it's going to do, Amandine? Amandine's going to be tired and say, you know what? I cannot talk with you anymore. You are not what I want. I wanted you for years because you, the first time I met you, you gave me the attention that I thought where I'm the most prettiest one and you just make me feel a million dollar. So I want you because you did that. In fact, it was just to be kind and nice to work with you, but you did not understood that you went in your mind and translated you want she you want me when in fact no I don't want you honey I don't care about you I told you I'm not interested but you Amandine decided otherwise that's how it happened it's not I refuse you so no if you refuse me I'm gonna go and get a spell because you're not gonna refuse me because I want you now Amandine's getting tired because she doesn't want what she doesn't feel like she get what she needs from him. So what she's doing, she is in the meantime looking somewhere else. She's going to continue instead then having a perfect life at home with her husband and her child. She's going to continue to run around and sleep with every guy she can get her hands on. Now she targeted another guy and. That guy now is available so she can do whatever she wants and he has the attention and she wants. So she's got to get him on her spell because that's what she does. She's addicted to the occult world and she is going to continue to break all of the rules that she's not supposed to from the universe as a client. So she's doing this and she's going to basically dump John around the block. Now, keep in mind, when a spell is done on somebody... Even though it can, it will not work at all time because the universe has not blessed anything. So the spell will not work. It will work for a few months and stop. And you have to push it back for a few months and stop. So she has been doing this. But the problem is, is that he's going to be miserable because that entity is still above him. And he's still thinking he's in love with her. This is the love of his life, Amandine, when it's not true. So when she called and quit, He's going to be miserable. He's going to text her. He's going to try to see her. He's going to be obsessed and heartbroken. When in reality, it's an illusion. But he believes in there because of that entity. Now, this is what could happen. In a worst case scenario, 
And that's what you need to keep in mind when you are the client and doing these kind of things. And you do not, after you dump the guy and you're tired of it, because 99.9% people will do that. I have it for five minutes, but he's not available. So I'm going to switch to somebody else. So I'm going to dump him. He's going to be heartbroken. His life's going to spiral down. You basically are destroying his family, his couple, his life. He's losing everything. And in a worst case scenario, because he's heartbroken and he feels like the world is ending, he could take his own life. So basically, he could kill himself. Imagine this happening. And that happens around the world every day. That you got somebody who's going to take his own life because he's under a spell and the person basically decided to walk away. Unfazed, did not care, don't have a clue. Just move on to something else because they wanted somebody else's. This will be watched by the universe. As we mentioned and I mentioned in the past, the universe see and hear everything. So when Amandine went and started to do this, the universe started to look at very closely and see all of the rules she has broken. From the sacred bond, which is love, between two spirits that was approved and blessed by the universe and the fact that now she has destroyed an entire life with a wife that was meant to be because their journey should have never been spiraling down they should have had that perfect journey to go home and grow older now they're separated divorced the wife uh, has found somebody else's later on in her life and he is basically living with that individual she loved that person but this is not the unconditional love and a pure love than she had with John. It's somebody else's, it's different. The children are not talking to him anymore. He has a new job and he cannot even hold that new job because he's miserable. He's going to go out with another woman who basically is going to cheat and lie like he did to his wife. He's miserable, but he's still in love with Amandine. He's still obsessed about Amandine. He's heartbroken. He is not happy. He is sad. And he had enough. So he's going to go and kill himself. When this is happening, that death will be on Amandine. Meaning Yamandine is going to have to be accountable for it. And the universe will give its wrath to her. And it can be a form of illness, dying earlier as well, because you kill somebody who, let's say, John was supposed to live until the age of 90 to 100, and he's 50, and he checked out at the age of 50. You basically shorten his life. You will pay for it. So you can die earlier as well. That could be the ultimate punishment. You could die of a horrible death. You can be sick and nobody can figure out what's wrong with you. You can lose everything you've got and end up in the gutter as well, but you will pay. So when you are doing this kind of things, you need to understand the full picture. A lot of people are not aware of it. When they go and have a love spell because they think they're obsessed, like in the case of Amandine. Amandine had, I would say, trauma when she grew up. She has some psychological issues. And instead then getting it resolved by sitting down with a psychiatrist, so they can go through and figure it out where that trauma come from and heal that. She decided that she had the need 
to feel loved. She had the need to feel the attention of the men on her so she can feel like she's beautiful. This is the kind of destructive things that will just basically destroy everything along the way. And she is not doing it to one person. She has done it all of her lives. She cannot function without the occult world by doing spells. She cannot because she's so addicted. It is the only way she thinks she knows. If she would have stepped back and fixed what was going on in her life, in her own life as a child, she would have never triggered this. And a lot of issues when you want somebody, it's because somebody gives you the attention that you think was something else different. So when somebody approaches you and makes you feel like you are the only person in the world right here, right now, this is an infatuation that is extremely dangerous. And in the case of John, instead than stopping to do that because he tried to make people happy, this caused the problem. Instead than putting a very thin barrier between the two of them, he was too kind because he believed in her life. And she figured out very quickly how to toy with him and lie with him and manipulate him. That's the issue. It's how to manipulate people. Make them believe that, oh my God, I am chased by a thousand of men around here and we're in a conference and I'm going to stay next to you because I need your help. No, no. She did not need any help because nobody is chasing after her. But she's going to make you believe that and you're going to come as the savior and say, oh, I'm going to be the big brother. Well, guess what? She had another idea. And then when she tried to do a move on you, you push her back and say, no, thank you. I'm married. I'm happy. Guess what? Amanda's going to be pissed and Amanda's going to go and get a spell on you because she wants you. She's not going to take no for an answer. Consequences to do these kind of things for clients need to be made aware. This is why I'm doing the series. It's to bring the awareness. If at the end of the day you want to do it, go for it. It's your problem because it's your life. You are going to be accountable for destroying people's life. And your life's going to end up in shambles as well. Because believe it or not, doing what you're doing, the universe is watching. And it depends how fast they're going to go. Because they can make you like what I call it the Chinese torture. You know, when they're dropping water one drop at a time. The universe can go very slow or very fast to teach you a lesson. And on this one, since you violated that sacred bound, you did a big no-no and there is no comeback from it. Meaning, you should have, if you were down to play and toy with John, go back to the practitioner and said, you know what, I want it removed. Remove the spell. I'm done with it. No, she moved down and get another spell to somebody else's. So that means she left a trail to, of poor individuals who have their life totally as a wreck, messy, just because she wanted to have coitus with them. She wanted to feel special. The problem is, is when you are doing it with married men or women, remember, they have their own life. They have their own work. So as much as you want to toy with them, they're going home no matter what. They have to have their lives. They have their lives. So it's not going to be as accommodating if you have somebody who's single. If you want to go and fool around, go fool around with singles. Really, just do it because they have it. There is even websites where you can find uh, any married man, woman available to go and cheat. Go for it, but don't use the spells because the spells have consequences. The others too, less than that. 
but despairs have consequences because you are altering people's life. And a lot of individuals don't even realize that at all. And when you have people like Amandine who would not be listening, who do not care at all of what's going on, but will because I have my ego. I am not going to ask my spirit what I'm doing is right, but I'm going by my ego. So my ego is going to lead me because I want that, because I have the power, because I got the green, so I'm going to do whatever I want to do. And as a client, you need to be made aware of because it's so destructive when you have somebody, you're destroying their entire lives just for 15 minutes of coitus. It's like, seriously, people? So John's going to try every technique, everything to go and see her because he's obsessed now. In his illusion world, because it's an illusion, it's a smoke screen, what he sees. He sees something different than we see. So the people around him are starting to see he's not working anymore. The only thing he's doing right now is to look at and see how I'm going to go and see her, how I'm going to justify the next trip, how I'm going to use somebody else at work to go with me on a trip, and I'm going to use them as a pound. I'm just going to leave them there, and I'm going to say, oh, I'm tired, I have to go and I have a meeting with somebody, or I don't feel right, so I'm going to relax for an afternoon, or for two or three hours, I meet you uh, later on. Guess what? Hi, Amandine. Hey, babe. Are you available? Oh, you told your boss you're going to a doctor. Okay, I have a doctor visit between two and four, and the two and four is in the hotel room. Great. Awesome. But be careful to not be caught because you are going to get caught sooner or later. You will. There is no way you're going to go unnoticed. I can guarantee that. But the deal is, it's how do you approach it? How do you do this? Why would you do this? If you are married, and in the case of Amanda, have a, a child who is maybe two, three, four, five years old, not even, and you go and chase around the guys around, you got a problem, sister. You really need to go and be checked out and sit down and figure out what's wrong with you because you are building so much wrath from the universe that when it's coming down, maybe you're not going to be able to see your kid when he will be 15 because you already will be six foot under. Who knows what could happen to you? Who knows? But the universe will never let you get away with murder. Not happening. Never. You are the one who's going to get the wrath because you are the one who went to see a practitioner. So you're the one who commanded this to happen. Not the practitioner. You. You ask for a service. It's your full responsibility. And as I mentioned, people don't have a clue. People don't realize. They think that, oh, I'm going to go get a spell and that will be just fine. No, it's not. It's not. If you're not meant to be with that person, you're not meant to be with that person. And it doesn't matter what kind of crush you've got. Maybe in a past life you were lovers. Whatever was is not in this lifetime. So leave that person alone. If you are really not happy in your personal life, maybe it would be good to see a practitioner and see how to deal with that. Meaning, let's attract the right person, not John. Not Bob, but the right person. Let's say Matt. Matt is the man of your life. Let's attract Matt in your life. Divorce the guy you're with and go for it. Go with Matt. Let the practitioner bring you 
attract you your mate, the right mate, and that will be blessed by the universe. That's what you need. If you are not satisfied in your personal life, please, instead of using this, do it for the right thing. Ask your spirit, because I can guarantee when you ask your spirit, should I do this? Your spirit will like, no, you don't, because Johnny's not for you. Uh-uh. But in the case of Amandine, she's not going to be talking with her spirit. She's going to make her spirit shut up, and she's going to say, our ego's going to go, nope, we want John because we want John, and that is it. Because I'm not balanced in my own mind, in my body, in all my chakras. The first chakra is out of control, so guess what? Because it is unbalanced, the first chakra is unbalanced, I'm going to go and sleep with him. I'm going to go and check another guy too because you know what? He's not as available than I want. This is not the guy I wanted. He's tall. He's always getting me the attention that I wanted. But I like to whine. But I don't have the time to waste for him because he cannot come when I wanted to get him to come and visit me. Well, no. He's not living next to you. Even if he was living next to you. If he's married, he needs to go home. He needs to pick up the kids. He has a life on his own. He doesn't need you in his world. But you're violating his life, his relationship with his wife, with his children, just because you want him and feel, you want to feel special. But something I always said, and I continue, continue to say it, when you do love spell on somebody else's against their free will, they will never love you. Their heart will never belong to you, ever, because they belong to somebody else's. What the only thing you get is a sexual urge for them to release themselves and the illusion that they will say anything to you in order to get laid. In some cases, you could even have a surprise, like it probably happened in the past with Amandine when she wanted to come and she has her pretty lingerie and he had so much sexual urges, then he just removed the clothes, didn't give a crap and just went for it because he needed to release himself. This is something you need to understand. There's not going to be a foreplay and, oh, babe, let's have a, a wine and I'm going to tell you about my, my day or how you look beautiful. No, 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 no. You need to understand. There will be no foreplay. There will be, I'm going to screw you right now, sister, because I need to release myself. That's what it is. Release the urges. The only thing they got is a sexual urges because the entity is playing on that first chakra. That is it. It's playing and toying with them. So those sexual urges are coming because of that. It is not done, what I call it, in a natural way, but more into the world of the occult way when your mind is twisted enough that you think you're in love with somebody. So you need, and that's why I'm doing those series, as client, you need to understand the consequences of your actions because when you're destroying somebody else's life, in the case of John, he has cheated. He has used the company as his personal piggy bank. There is consequences for him as well. Because I can guarantee, even if you can get uh, any meetings, any trips around the world, you're going to have to pay for it. When you start to work, it shows. And his work is being affected. Instead of being a leader or being a good producer or doing great things, He's spending his time running around in spends down. That's it. So as sad as it is, we, we need to be aware of it. And 
when you're listening to this, it sounds maybe crazy for some people and say that's not possible. Yes, it is possible every day. Uh, working on removing those spells takes a longer, longer time than to do them. In some cases, it takes seven days to do those spells, and in some cases, to remove, it takes several months to remove them. Because when you, you are removing a spell, you have to be extremely cautious to do not screwed up with somebody else's mind who's already upside down. So, doing a spell for the wrong reason, because your ego or your obsession is blinding you, is extremely dangerous and destroying somebody else's life is even worse. So you need to make a choice when you are doing these kind of things. You need to ask yourself, honestly, ask yourself, is it for my highest good and highest good of everyone? Ask the practitioner, is that person is meant to be with me? And if the practitioner is honest and telling you no, then ask the other question, can you help me to attract the right person for me? That would be the right question. That the universe will have no other problem because this is what the occult world is, is to help. So there is no problem with that. You will have the blessing of the universe because the highest deities will be working. The uh, Venus and the other goddesses of love will be there to help you. When you are doing something, and I mentioned that before, so I'm going to uh, repeat that again for everybody. When you are doing a spell against somebody else's free will, the top goddesses will never work with you because you cannot order a deities, a goddesses, an ascent masters to work. You have to ask them. And I can tell you when you are doing this against somebody else's free will, then you are never going to get them. They will refuse to work with the practitioner. Absolutely. You will not get the best of the best. So instead of going with your obsession, go the reverse. Do the reverse. What, who, and how can you help me to attract the right mate for me? That will make you extremely successful to bring the right person for you, the man or the woman that is meant to be with you for the rest of your life. This is what should be happening. Not a toy not a tantrum to destroy somebody else's life because you want to have sex with that person because your infatuation to cover your mind, your desires to that person to cover your mind because you have a lack. There is something within you that is not balanced and you need to figure out what it is. So as I mentioned, in the case of Amandine, she should maybe go to see a psychiatrist. But for you, if you are obsessed about somebody and want to do a um, love spell and that person is, in, is married or in a very strong relationship, why would you take that person away? That will never love you. The spell will never work. It will work for a few weeks. And you're going to destroy somebody else's mind to the point that you could even be responsible for their death. Why? Because I can guarantee you will never marry that person. Never. That person will never be yours, truly yours. Their hearts will never belong to you. And that is the biggest thing. You will realize when this is happening and you are so much in love with that person and that person doesn't reciprocate their love to you, you're going to be angry. Then you can do even worse. You can do a spell to destroy them. 
You could try to kill them. You could try to make them miserable and lose everything. So, what's the point? Because the truth will always prevail. If you put your hands on your heart and just be honest, told your ego to go to sleep and speak with your spirit. Your spirit will tell you the truth. And I know sometimes it's hard to take it in your face and just say, oh my God, I'm going to ask my spirit for this. And your spirit said, no, you can't. He's not meant to be with you. And you're going to be sad. But if you're smart enough, you wouldn't know and just say, well, you know what? I would like somebody similar to him, but I want my men. I want my woman. I don't want him. I want somebody that belongs with me. So I'm going to go see a practitioner and I'm going to ask that practitioner help me to attract the right mate for me. And they will be doing the work for you. And guess what? You will have a happy ending and a long marriage. That's what you're going to get. Instead, than somebody else who's half effed up and you're going to be tired of that person. I can guarantee you, when you have an infatuation, generally, the honeymoon period will last and then you're going to get bored. I don't know if you ever realized that. When I was a child, a teen, I used to, uh, to, I had a crush on some of the boys and, you know, and I wanted that, that kid and I'm like, yeah, I want him, blah, blah, blah. And when you got him, it's like, okay, that was it. Okay, then that's not fun. And you kick his butt around the curve and say, okay, I'm not interested by him. But you get the infatuation. You know, it's like, oh my God, I want him, I want him. When you get the prize, it's like, oh, that was it. Well, pff, never mind. Let's move on. So the poor kid ended up broken on a curve. curve. I shouldn't be laughing, sorry. But he ended up, ended up on a curve, didn't understand what was happening to him. You know, that lasted 15 minutes. And like, okay, boy, uh, you were cute to kiss for five minutes, but you are not that funny. So yeah, that was stupid, that infatuation. Same thing. It's like your infatuation will not last. You can be infatuated to the point that, you know, you cannot force somebody to love you. No matter how much spells you do on, you, on him or her, you will get them uh, responding like a good puppy. Oh, yes, they're going to respond. They're going to come to you every time you're barking. But it's not love. It's a spell. It's something against their free will. Because they will be conscious and not even have a spell. They will reject you. That's what it is. So... Doing this and explaining this is critical because too many abuse are done every day about love spell. But be smart. Be smart when you do one. Do it for the right reason. Not because you have your pants on fire. If you have your pants on fire, go into the fountain or on the block and sit in there for a minute. You got an issue. If you're running around and shitting on your mates, you got an issue, unless you're under a spell, and that's a different story. But if you're not under a spell and you have issues like that, you need to figure it out where it's coming from. Because when you can't get this under control, you could live your life happy where you are with your mate, or you can move on and find the right person without destroying somebody else's life. As we said, why would you do that? Why would you risk everything you've got and get the wrath of the universe on the top of it and be accountable for an entire family? So imagine uh, John has two kids. So basically, you get four lives. Then you basically screwed up. That adds a lot of... Uh, sh that's going to shorten your life expectancy by what? Uh, 21 years at least? Something like that? So yeah, you screwed it up a lot. You need to be aware of it. So... You 
need to be cautious. And let's put it this way, it's never free. What you do is never free. Everything we do is always um, impacting others. We don't ask you to be a saint because that's not possible. We all do our own mistake. We all do our own craziness. But you do not have to go and destroy somebody else's life just because you think you can. That, that is a no-no. That is a big no-no. So for individuals who do love spells, you need to realize when you walk away from those people, those entities are still on those guys. It's still on their aura, on their, on their auras and chakras, and it screwed up their lives. So we need to have them removed. So if you want to do something good, go back to the practitioner and ask them to remove those. Oh, you're going to pay for it? Yes, but it will be removed so they can get their life back because this is not fair. When somebody is under a spell, they're gonna, not going to want help. They want to do whatever they want because it's boosting up their ego. Their ego is so inflated that it's taking over their spirit. So they're not going to want the help. They're going to reject the help. And you can tell them you're under a spell. They're going to spit in your face. They're going to be angry, enraged, thinking, how could you? How dare you? I see and I do as I see pleased. Who are you to tell me? They don't realize how bad it is until you remove the spell and they like waking up from a dream. It's like, what the heck? What would I be heartbroken about I'm ending? Who I care? What do I care about her? I love my wife. That's what they will say if they are off the spell. But since they are under the spell, they don't even realize that. They have no clue. They're going to do some stupid things that without the spell they will never do. So up to you guys to decide how you want to live your life, how you want to approach this. And you know what? This is information. This is awareness. So you decide at the end of the day. Nobody's going to stop you to do this. But this is a warning sent by the universe. This is why I'm talking about and I'm doing that series. And once a month, I talk about it. And it's important to understand and use it for the greater good. Use it for what it's meant to be. And understand consequences of your actions. Because destroying somebody else's life and you don't care, you will pay at the end of the day, no matter what. Because you are the one who ordered that? Nobody else's. The practitioner did not order. You went to the practitioner to get it done. So you are fully responsible. And on the list of the universe, you're the first one on the line. Nobody else's. So don't even say, but because I was angry or that's the practitioner. No, that's not the practitioner. That's you. You're the one who engaged it because the practitioner will never come to you and just say, oh, I can do a love spell for you or you look bored. No, they don't. You come to them. So you are fully responsible for that. And that is very important to understand. And uh, that's why I open my mouth right now, guys. <laughs> the reason I just, it's my shouting, it's the universe shouting at everybody and just say, hey, people, wake up, be responsible, be kind to one another. If it's not meant to be with you, it will never meant to be with you. You can push, you can scream, you can try. It will not work. It will work for five minutes, but that will be it. And then you're going to get tired, and you're going to walk away, and that guy or girl are going to be destroyed if you do not remove those spells. That's the thing. People think, don't understand how it works, and in many cases, they do things without realizing the consequences of their actions. So it is maybe time for everybody 
who has done maybe a spell in the past and walk away, go back and get it uh, removed from those people. That will be, you will be getting some brownie points from the universe. You will still get a wrath, but less than what you're supposed to because you made amends. And that's another thing too. Getting the opportunity to reverse what has been done will count. Because as I said, the universe is watching and listening every, to everyone. So you're not the only one. I'm being watched. You're being watched. Everybody is being watched. We don't need Big Brother here. We have the universe is doing it to start with. But you need to be respectful of everybody else's life. And again, if somebody is happily married or in solid relationship, leave them alone. Find what the issue is with you and go see a practitioner to attract the right person for you. And if you're married and you have an issue and you have a wonderful husband or wife, figure it out, see a psychiatrist, go and see somebody and figure it out why you have the need to want somebody who doesn't belong with you and figure it out why you cannot fill the gap with your mate at home. Maybe you're not meant to be together or maybe you have a deeper issue that could be resolved and keep you happy and with your wife or husband. So... This was my little uh, number four episode for that series, The Occult World. I hope you guys can listen closely and understand everything because there is a lot of information I give again in there. But one major thing is, is you really, really need to be cautious and careful when you're doing it. Doing it, uh, enforcing something against their free will has always consequences, but you are the first one on the line to get the wrath. Because you are the one who orders something that should never occur to happen to that individual. And destroying somebody else's life just for 15 minutes. I don't think the price uh, the universe has for the wrath is worth those 15 minutes or the month or two or whatever you think you're going to be doing with that person. There is a respect. People can fool around with, within their free will. That is not an issue. That's your problem. But doing it against somebody else's free will, that is a problem the universe not liking it. So that is what we're talking about. And as I said, you want to go and forum, there is plenty of websites where you can meet people who are willing to do that freely. So instead of going and destroying somebody else's life to do a spell against their free will, why don't you go that route? If it's exactly what you want and you don't want to fix the problem you've got, um, from your childhood or whatever trauma you have experienced, if you are unwilling or not ready to do that, well, go and do whatever you want. But again, if you're doing a spell against somebody else's free will, be aware because the price is always there and you're going to have to pay. The cuenta, when it's coming, it's coming. It's not going to avoid it to somebody else's. So if you're willing to do that and want to pay the price for it, well, that's your problem, not mine, neither the rest of the world. Live with the consequences of your actions because it's easy to go fool around or do things against everybody else's. But there is very little people that I see will be accountable or wants to be accountable for the action. Generally, they're going to try to blame somebody else left and right. And it's like, no, no, you do it from your free will to go and pay for that. So you are fully accountable. And not having a full knowledge can, is extremely dangerous. Because when you don't have the full understanding of what you're causing, that is even worse. And again, the universe doesn't care that you know or not. When you're doing this, there is an action, there is a reaction. It's like the pendulum effect, except this one, 
when it's coming back, it's not going to come back pretty. Let's put it this way. And it's not going to be a little tap on your fingers and say, oh, it's okay, I'm ending. You did a big boo-boo, we're fine. No, 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 no. That will be the fire in your face, basically. So be aware, uh, like we say, be squared. But this was our uh, number four. And we'll see what we're going to talk about next month about the occult world. Um, we'll see because I'm not going to say anything yet until the universe gives me the green light to, uh, to uh, go and write about it. So if you have any question in regards of this specific episode of the series, The Occult World, you can contact me on my website at www.edgintuitive.com. Uh, you can leave me a message. If you need any uh, appointment with me, you can go on the edgintuitive.com as well, and you can book an appointment and we can talk. Uh, if you feel, and that's very important as well, um, if you feel that there is a change in your mate uh, of it's pulling away or she's pulling away or something is fishy, it is possible they have a spell, but that doesn't mean that everybody's cheating has a spell on them. But if you feel or your spirit is telling you something is wrong, it's, I will say 99.9%, you're correct. If you're paranoid per nature, well, slow down on this one, okay? Because what I'm talking about is real spell down and not your um, insecurity coming out and just uh, thinking, oh my God, uh, everything in my said, it's all happening. No, it doesn't mean it's happening. It's happening. You need to slow down and look and step back. But if you feel that your mate is under a spell, something has been done on him or her, you can always contact me or contact somebody who is good and should be able to see it because I am very good at what I do. And one thing that I do is uh, like a hound, I can figure it out very quickly when something is done on somebody. But again, it doesn't mean somebody's cheating. It doesn't mean they're under a spell. So you, for the cheater in the world who like to cheat on their own free will, don't use that. Because you will be uncovered and you will, will know very quickly there is no spell on you. It's only done and uh, when it's happening, it's only for the people who have experience who are under a spell. So, we're going to continue our regular uh, program and I do not know what it is because today I'm recording only this one. So, I don't know what I'm going to be talking about the next episode, but I'm sure um, it should have been announced by the the next one we should be by Monday and we're Wednesday. So we'll see what else is coming around. If you have any question, let me know. Otherwise, thank you very much for everyone around the world. Yay! To listen to my podcast. And stay safe. Be grounded. And again, if you have any question, just let me know. All my love. Take care. Bye now. <laughs> <laughs>